You are now tuned in to the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome back to the All-Star Vintage Podcast, baby, <laughs> with your boys, Dom and Mark. Back mm-hmm. again, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's up, brother? Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we are back once again. Uh, it is episode 35 here on the Chop Sports Network. 30 fizzle, indeed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm good. It's fucking, you know, we're, we're deep into the football season right now, baby, <laughs> and we're deep into. Holiday season. Holiday season. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Started hitting stores recently. No good. Um, but I was going to say, before we got into anything else, really, it's also World Cup season. Yeah, it's fantastic. like World Cup shit happening, and I don't care. Like, like, I, I was going to say, my question to you is, do you care? No. See, like, do the people I, listening care? I, I, are people invested into it? I think oh, there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of people who there care. There are people that people are into care. it. People care. <laughs> I don't care. I was betting on a lot of the games, which was fine because there was games like 5 a.m. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm awake and I can just bet on some random Senegal versus some fucking weirdo Ghana country. Who cares? Any luck? Uh, no. <laughs> a couple times, but not really. But the odds were so good. You bet three games on five bucks, you win like hundred something. It's like, this is ridiculous. How can you not? So what do you bet on? Is it just over under? Well, I was just betting teams. Okay, just yeah. straight up wins. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Easy. Is there like over unders? How, how does betting they do work? Like a, they, they do like a point or soccer. Yeah, it's, like, yeah. it's more like that. You could bet the tie. You could do all that shit. But I was saying, like, I love the idea of the World Cup. It's a great idea. You get all these nations together and like they're doing something like like cool. But like soccer sucks. So why don't I mean, Excuse me, I think it'd just be better if they just did something different, anything different, you know, like get have like a, I don't know, like a fighting, like, like UFC style, get your fucking best fighters from all around your country and send them out and we'll do UFC style. That would be way fucking cooler than the soccer world cup. I think that'd be cooler than <laughs> literally anything. Yeah. When it comes to competing across countries. Olympics, like any of that style, mm. that by far would be the most entertaining. Oh, yeah. Across the board. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about Battle of the Wits. I mean, straight up, manly, mm-hmm. hand to hand fucking combat yeah. against other countries. It mm-hmm. doesn't get tougher than that. No. Unless I, you're just putting fucking, you're going to war and putting militaries yeah. against each other. Yeah. I mean, this is like top of the chain. Who's the most badass country? country? Exactly. Like, we don't, America sucks at soccer. We blow because we fucking, we, we care more about like sports that are cool, like football and shit, you know, like sports that are actually fun and cool, but soccer don't do it for us over here nah. because it's not exciting. Nah. Fighting. We, we love to fight. And we, we, don't grow, fight. we don't grow up watching soccer. Nah. Like 
Very few, unless you're from like a European country or something. Uh, yeah, like, like family. if your family's from like a European country mm-hmm. and they're invested in like, like you know how like Italians like soccer mm-hmm. and shit like that. Me, I don't, but mm-hmm. because I wasn't really exposed to it. But you know, there's people like like oh yeah, Alex. You oh know, yeah, exactly. His family, big Italian family, like they're into it. And like even not just Italian, you know, you got like Portuguese families, love so, Portuguese. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, so like if you're from a family like that, like I get it. You're interest, mm-hmm. introduced to it early, whatever. But very few, you know, unless you grew up like playing soccer, like uh, for rec and then in high school, something like that. Okay. But again, very few and far between, man. It just doesn't do it for me. Like personally, I'm just not into soccer. I like the idea. You like the fighting idea. Big time. I love it. I think it's a great idea. I had this idea like 10 years ago. (laughs) So who who would you send today on the American team? Um, Because now you got to think just straight up US based fighters. And then think about it. Like, a lot of those guys competing are probably in the UFC already. Mm-hmm. But oh, they'll yeah. be competing for their country. For their country, yeah. And how dope would it be all year, right, if this mm-hmm. is an annual thing or whatever, you get to wear that strap all year. Oh, or, yeah. Or until the well, next Well, fucking, this is every four years. So you get to rock that strap for four years. Yeah, you're the fucking man for four years. That's pretty sweet. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's sweet. I'd send my boy Joe Sanderson, though. I'll tell you that much. He only fights Muay Thai, though, but still. But yeah, I, I, anyway, I, I like the idea, though. I, I like the concept behind it, man. Mm. I don't know why they can... Why can't they get that done? I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, I know why. They, they, soccer's the tradition. It's been there forever. That's well, what everybody not, loves. Not but, to replace soccer. Which is something new. Another thing, yeah. Yeah, another like, competition. Instead of the World... Yeah, it's still called the World Cup called, like, I don't know. Something with the world. <laughs> the world MMA classic. Yeah, know, right? Fucking, fucking kick-ass classic. Yeah. I'm fine with that. The u- universal <laughs> MMA tournament. I don't universal know. badass title. For real. Nice. But yeah, what, um, yeah, that was just like something that I thought I thought that. That would be a lot of testosterone, too. Oh, my that God. That would cause a lot of fights. Yeah, there'd be more fights in the crowd than there would be in the fucking. That's how, if you go to an MMA fight, like UFC event, there's like six fights in People the crowd. People are jacked at least. up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's just going. And everybody at the event swears they're a fucking alpha male, too. Oh, of course. They're all in their tap out gear, and they're all fucking shooting up fucking roids and chillers in, in the parking lot. Yep. Yeah, before they even get in the event. Like, let's go. Like, I remember when we went, the last event I saw, I swear to God, I watched more more entertaining fights in the crowd than in the, in the fucking yeah, ring. I, I can't take those people, man. No, I can't. It's the fuck them. They're the I ones. have zero tolerance. For the tap out guys? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't do them. It's not, it's not for me. When I said, like, but you know, at least sometimes they let you know they're coming. Their cars they usually have a big-ass truck with a tap-out sticker. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I already know I'm not interested in speaking to this person. So that, that at least. All their you know. girlfriends have black eyes. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking past. Well, they know the pastime, beating their women. <laughs> oh man, that's too much. But now, um, what should we move on to? Um, I have a few things. Yeah, Mike White. Mike White. Mike F and White. Real, real quick. Um, it's Mike F and White show. Just yeah, just quick it's thoughts Mike on Mike F. White. F. White. So here, here's here's what it is. Everyone's talking about already. Yeah, Everyone knows the story. Everyone knows <laughs> who Mike White is right now. Mm-hmm. Today, they go up against the Vikings. And mm-hmm. Once this airs, obviously, we're going to know the outcome already. But um, again, man, you could see the potential of this offense when it's run properly. Oh, yeah. At the quarterback position. Mm-hmm. And that just showed you right there that Zach Wilson was, you guys, he's literally doing nothing but holding you back. Absolutely. At this point in his career. Absolutely. And. I know what you and I were just talking about, right? Like, so I don't want to get into the statistics. I don't want mm-hmm. to get into the production. Like, we've we seen what Mike White could do. What I want to talk about 
mm-hmm. is the team bonding and reaction around Mike White. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These guys are vi- obviously, you hear all the comments after the first game, all the positive comments about how Mike White's prepared. You know, he comes to play every week, whether he's starting, whether he's third string, practice squad, whatever. Um, the team's really rallying and responding mm-hmm. to Mike White as the leader of this team right now at the quarterback position. And it goes to show, like, all this optimism and positive, you know, positive stuff. You mm-hmm. know, think about a few weeks ago, we were talking about Elijah Moore getting traded, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> Denzel Mims asked for a trade. Like, something was fundamentally wrong. And I was blaming these guys. Like, I was the first, believe me, to say, Elijah Moore's got to go. This guy's yeah. a problem. Yeah. But maybe, just maybe. Yeah. It's Zach Wilson was the problem. Yeah, I think we're starting to see. I think he was the problem. I mean, it's like night and day with this team. And, mm-hmm. and listen, we had a strong locker room regardless, even with the hiccups we've had. Yeah. Um, with the trade requests and things like that. I mean, we've managed it really well. Kudos to Rob, Robert Sala, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, for managing that locker room. But it's even getting stronger now. Yeah, it's like uh, Mike White's like a galvanizer. Yeah, You're like the it's type of guy he it. is. He like he'll tie. He, he brings everybody together. Everybody the guys just him. genuinely like him. Yeah, they like they being just, around him. And when when you're liked like that and you have respect like that, it, good things happen. Absolutely, you don't have to be the best talent no. in the world, especially with the Jets team how they're currently constructed. You just have to not fuck up on the quarterback position. That's really it. That's it. Just don't fuck up. That's it. Like. If you need a game manager, you want to put the term game manager in there, like if that's all you really have to be to be successful yeah, on the Jets. That's right not now. a negative term to me. No. I mean, especially when you have a team that's built that way. Yeah. Yeah. If I just have to dump it off to the running back or the, the short the fucking hot routes to be successful, okay, whatever. Yeah. It's getting the job done. That's all you need to do when the team's got the job done. Jets did it with Mark Sanchez, man. Mm-hmm. It's the same formula. Yeah. It's all, you know, it's almost the same style of team. And like you said, kudos to fucking so kudos to Joe Douglas too. Like he keeps, he does nothing but find guys that fit on this team mm-hmm. one way or another. Like, you know, Brees Hall goes down, sucks. Possibly, you know, could have been rookie of the year. You never know. He goes out, gets James Robinson right away. You know, James Robinson's playing, whatever. Goes and uh, you guys had that, what, that dude, Bam Knight or whatever yeah. his fucking name is. Like, they kept him on the team because they, they noticed something in him. And they brought him in last week, and look what he did. Yep. You know? So, I mean, like, Joe Douglas, when he was in Philly, when he was in these other places, he always managed to find, like, these guys that you can bring in. His roster and building they just skills fit. are insane. There's yeah. no doubt. They just No fit. doubt. And that's why I do give him a pass for Zach Wilson if Zach Wilson mm-hmm. doesn't work out because he's almost hit on everything yeah. else. I mean, listen, you're not going to hit on everyone. No. You're going to have your Ashton Davises out mm-hmm. there, guys like that, that just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Makai, who knows. But, but look at this year's draft. You have guys insane, that, dude. You have guys in this year's draft that we're talking about all, multiple guys that could be rookie the of the rookie year. of the week belt doesn't leave Florham Park. No. You got, it's Garrett Wilson, it's Sauce Gardner, <laughs> it's these guys back to back to back all the time. And that was what, this is what Joe Douglas' second full draft. Just get this guy, let him cook, man. Yeah. Let him do his thing. And within two more years, can you imagine the talent that could be all on this team oh up and God. down oh already? God. So if Mike White's the quarterback or something else, but I will tell you, I don't think it's going to be Zach Wilson. I, I don't either. really don't. I think... I don't think he can recover from this. I don't think Zach Wilson is mentally strong enough. Did you see um, to recover from this? 
Um, Nick Mangold was on Barstool. Portnoy. He was with Portnoy and like uh, some other people. And they're just like talking. And they asked him like, with the way he played in the comments he made on the, you know, at the podium that day, like, is that enough for him to, you know, pretty much be washed out of New York? And Mangold's like, yeah, it's New York, man. Yeah. Like, it's easy. It's that easy to Mangold be washed out. Mangold will tell you like it is, too. Yeah, man. he's like, it's that easy to be, you know, flushed out of there yeah. like that. And he's like, you know, it's not saying he won't be successful down the road. He just doesn't think it's going to be with the Jets, which, which was, was, you know, it's very possible that we don't see the last of Zach Wilson. He's going to get another opportunity. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. You know, I just, you know, do I think it's with the Jets? I don't. Mm-mm. And like even... Uh, Robert Sala, you know, he kind of leaves the door open that Zach Wilson could, you know, maybe, you know, if he does what he's supposed to do, he could come back, you know, like whatever these, these fucking imaginary things he's supposed to do that we don't know about that they know about, you know, to get his ass, you know, either as the backup, whatever, you know, like, yeah, he's not even dressing right now. Yeah. So like I can see them doing something to kind of put him as like the backup pretty soon, but I don't see it. Oh, Okay. Zach Wilson's done all this behind the scenes. We're going to let him start. And if now. the team's winning and we're no. in the midst of a playoff run, you can't. like we are. Yeah. No, you no, can't go you're back. Not doing that. You're not going to do that. Mike White, like you said, just has to be competent. Yeah, that's it. That's just it. don't fuck up, man. That's it. And he'll keep the job the rest of the way. Sorry, Zach. Mm-hmm. You had your shot. Multiple. You had your <laughs> shot. And you fucked it up. Not even on, just on the field, but off the field as well. Mm-hmm. And that's probably even more disappointing. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you lose the locker room, you lose the faith of the fan base, like all these things. Is, and then the, you know the media is ready to attack you mm-hmm. at any possible opportunity they can. They will. Can he handle that? I don't think so. You know? You know I mean, like, yeah, I think that's what got him in trouble in the to begin with. That comment he made where he was like, oh, you think you're the fault? No. He only did. I guarantee you he made that comment because uh, what's his face made the question and he doesn't like it. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah, he's baited into it, of course. Exactly. You know, but you have to have the wherewithal, man, to know they're coming for you. Mm-hmm. The media's coming for you. Just like a defense, fucking defensive line's coming for you. Yeah, yeah they're, they're coming for blood. They want to get the juicy headline. And then you give it to them. <laughs> oh, dude. It's so disappointing. Yeah. And, and this is another thing, too, man. I tell you, two things. Mm-hmm. One, you really do have to take into consideration where this person's roots are when you draft them. Yeah. Like, where they yeah. grew up. Like, and maybe some people are adaptable. I think there are guys that mm-hmm. universally can play anywhere and be yeah. fine. But a lot of the times, that's not the case. And you look at Zach Wilson coming from, you know, Utah. It's a whole different Mormon world. Yeah. And, like, he's, like, a practicing Mormon, too. Yeah, he's it's not like, a whole different you know, world, brother. Yeah, he is. He's religious, you know. And I don't know if he comes off that way in the locker room. But if he does, i tell you one thing. If I was a teammate, I'd be a little standoffish because... It's not my style. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think, he, and I don't think he's preaching or anything like that. I just think it's in terms of he's a, not doing the Mark Jackson. It, no, 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 no. no. Um, I think it's the exposure. I don't, you know, you can't underestimate that. Like what he was exposed to in Utah versus being in New York, yeah, in the tri-state area, so different. Oh my God! So just from that standpoint, a culture shock standpoint, mm-hmm. being able to adapt to these new environments, like some guys just can't, can't do, do it. it. Yeah, and I think for Zach. New York's one of those places that he just will not be able to be successful yeah. at. Now, saying like you were saying, it, have we seen the last of him? May he play somewhere else? Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe he goes to Oakland or, I mean, Vegas or mm-hmm. not even Vegas, maybe like San Francisco, you know, Carolina, somewhere where it's a little mm-hmm. more like laid back, I guess, you know? Yeah. Um, 
he might have an opportunity to resurface. We'll see. But yeah, I don't think it's going to be with New York. And, you know, kudos to Mike White, too, man, for taking advantage of the opportunities mm-hmm. oh, when yeah. they're presented to him. Like, I know last year he had the other game that was a shit show against Buffalo. But still, and then he Buffalo got hurt was like but Buffalo yeah. was like a top fucking five and dude, last year. This is a way different team, too, yeah. that, that we're watching now versus last year. Oh, absolutely. Way more talent, way across the board. Yeah. So, so my question, though, is like, okay, if Mike White plays well, what do you do with Mike White now? All right, it's a, it's a good question because... I, I threw out this hypothetical on um, the other day. I was bullshitting. What if Mike White, like, let's just say everything rolls right the rest of the way, mm-hmm. and they get to, like, the AFC Championship yeah. game with Mike which, White. Which, by the way, I want to say real quick, I don't know if, you know, Mike White, did he, uh, you know, he beat, the, he beat the coin. He did beat the coin? He beat the coin. Does that now fuck up the Jets' it chances? Might. It might fucking beat the fuck coin. the coin. I'm over it. <laughs> I would have lost my shit if we lost last week. If so. Mike, if Mike was, so, well, if they would have started Zach last week and they won and they lost, the coin would have been perfect because I bet you they would have started Mike White this week. But no, back to Mike White. Back to Mike F and White. Um, yeah, at the end of the year, things so, fall away from him. What, what, what are you going to do? So yeah, like let's say super successful. He tears it up. He does, has a really good playoff run. What happens then? Yeah. If you still think Zach has a chance, right? And I don't know what they're thinking. I I, I think they're just, they're I think they're mentally already moved on from Zach. Impossible. And, and I think they're just ready to be like, all right, well, where, who can we move them to? What if it did? But what I'm saying, what if a desperate team comes out and says, "I'll give you a first rounder for Mike White." Mike White, ooh, might have to take it. If he has there's a lot of Mike Whites in this league, really strong playoff run, right? Someone gets very excited, a desperate team. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is yet, but they say, I'll give you a first round for Mike White. Mm. Do you say, it's not worth it, I want to keep him, I want to ride the momentum with Mike White, run it back with Mike White, this team has a shot to get to the Super Bowl next year with Mike White, or do you say, man, that first rounder, you know, we could take another top, Mm -hmm. whatever you need, yeah, and bring in a, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo or something? Mm -hmm. I mean, I might have, I mean, I think it would all come down to how he plays, in those games that get you wherever you go. So, like, how far you say they went? Would you say... AFC Championship. They got to the title yeah. game. And was he a part of them losing that game? Maybe. So, if that's the case, I, I think I can't I can't turn the first rounder down for that guy. Yeah. It's, like, it's too tough. juicy. It's like a guy that was drafted in, like, the, was it the fifth round, fourth, fifth yeah. round, something like that, and you're getting a first rounder for him. I yeah. mean, you can't. You can't turn that down, I don't think. Especially if you're confident you have a veteran yeah. that you could bring in. Yeah. On the cheap, I, yeah. on a reasonable price. Exactly. Because then there... And then you could draft a quarterback yeah, if you exactly. want to. Yeah, You could draft one and let him sit. There's guys that, like, um, I forget, like some coaches, their philosophy was they're drafting a quarterback every fucking draft. Uh, uh, yeah. And it doesn't matter what round, you know. Did Green they, Bay do that? Yeah, I think so. There's guys, there's coaches that they just like drafting a quarterback every year, just in case. Even a de- developmental yeah, just guy, develop like, guys, like, you know, to get guys in the league and develop them, whatever. So you know. here's my other thing, too. So my second point is, and the one that we always go back to, is like, again, a guy coming from a totally different environment, maybe it's worth sitting him mm-hmm. for a couple years. Yeah. And not thrusting him into the starting position in New York, mm-hmm. you know, day one, you give yeah. him the keys. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. In hindsight, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best move. Maybe Flacco should have been starting, starting for the first couple of years. Maybe, yeah. you know. But the only, like I said, I I get that, and I, I I get it, and I understand it. The only thing that sucks about it is 
the time frame I you have with, with, with them having to pay them. Yeah. So it's it. like you let a guy sit for two years. You you really only got two years to see if he has it. Yeah, but you know nowadays that's enough. It should be enough. Well, At, yeah, considering if you if, the, if we don't give the guys a chance after year one. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, fuck it. If that's okay, you know, it kind of does work out then because you know, guy, we guys come in, we expect them to perform from day one, and if they don't, they're a bust, right? Mm-hmm. But if we bring a guy in, let him sit for two years, and then he doesn't do shit when he does start, then, then you he, know he really then sucks. He is a really bust, yeah. Because, like, I was ready to sit there and say Jordan loves a bust, but... Do we came, really know? Yeah. He, he came out the end of that game last week and looked decent. And I was surprised at how decent he did look. And I was like, huh, maybe sitting all that time probably helped. Because when he came in his rookie year, he looked terrible. Yeah. Couldn't fucking... He couldn't fucking hit a fucking barn door. But I, you never know. The sitting probably... It, Aaron Rodgers. It Rogers. probably does help. Aaron Rodgers is turning into everything he hates, by the way. He's I know, I saw that meme. It, was, it said, like, um, isn't it funny, like, how uh, Aaron Rodgers hated Brett Favre, mm-hmm. and now he's now he doing is. the same thing Brett Favre did. <laughs> yeah, now he is Brett Favre. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what a dork. He's a he's a crazy man. And they always talk about, like, that's the thing, too. Like, I understand that there, there, there's this notion now that, oh, maybe the Jets should, like, go after, like, Aaron Rodgers. Like, why would you ever do that? Uh, you know what it is? Just because... Of the Favre experiment, yeah, I would never go down that route again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's silly. Like, if that's the reason, yeah, because but like, Favre still, failed. I just, I don't, I wouldn't do it in general. But I mean, he looks stupid. like he's done, right? Yeah. Like, I feel like if he wants to it's turn done. it on and he's motivated, yeah, he probably he could can still put together a really strong season. Yeah, I just think he's fucking over it right now. I think he just wants to do his ayahuasca yeah. trips, do his fucking weirdo drugs, and be out there. Yeah, I saw him on a uh, episode of uh, his podcast, this guy Aubrey Marcus, mm-hmm. and um, they were interviewing him and about his ayahuasca like journey mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm like, the NFL must hate. That. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because he you heard what uh. They had Deshaun uh, Kaiser on a yes, and he was and he said he asked him about nine eleven about the conspiracy uh-huh. theories. Yeah, he was like yeah, so like he's you know he knows what's up. Yeah, he knows the deal. Yeah, interesting dude. I'd like to sit down with Aaron Rodgers and be like pick his brain a little bit. And I get it, like he kind of gives off like that dick vibe, mm-hmm. like kind of like CM Punk. Yeah, but I think he's a little misunderstood. Yeah, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is kind of just like a dork. He just kind of comes off like cocky and arrogant, like to people. I think mm. and it turns people off. But his social skills probably suck. Yeah, hates. He's his probably family. too smart. Yeah, hates his family too. Yeah, that's dark. <laughs> maybe his family sucks. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you know. Maybe he his family date Danica Patrick back in yeah. the day. Yeah. How's she looking nowadays? Um, I never thought she was that hot. To yeah. be honest, I thought she was hot because she was a race car driver. That's like, probably that why. was the thing. You yeah. Know? But, like, yeah, she never really did it for me. I'm like, yeah, Danica Patrick, whatever. Oh, you know, it's kind of, like, off topic, very weird. I don't know why it's popped in my head. Let's hear it. But um, I just was thinking of Jane McCargill for some reason. <laughs> like, her, like, attire from, like, um, Full Gear. The Lionel attire? Yeah, and I just found out uh, Brody King's uh, girlfriend did that whole thing. And she does, like... Um, ring gear? Not ring gear, but the makeup for some people. And it's pretty fucking crazy. Some of the shit she does, like... She was doing Darby Allen stuff and like um, Sting stuff, you know, and obviously all the fucking Dark Throne guys. She was doing their makeup for like pay-per-views and shit. And some of it's fucking crazy, dude. Nice. Yeah. Like, you know, he got her in there. Like Brody was like, yeah, we're like definitely got his girl in there. Why not? Yeah. No, dude. 100%. Especially if she's talented. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. She definitely is. I'm just trying to find these shits because they're uh, 
I know we're going off topic here, but I just feel like I was watching some fucking um, House of Black shit, and I just feel like they're very underutilized in AEW. You could do a lot of cool yep. shit with them because they're cool. <laughs> I think my problem too with it is like I don't think fucking um, Tommy End or whatever Alice, what the fuck's his name now? Alistair or Mac- Malachi Black. Malachi Black. <laughs> yeah, I, like he doesn't even need. A stable dude, no, like, but that, like that was the only but him, Brody, and now that's awesome together. Yeah, like, it is. I don't cool. think Murphy really fits in. No, nah, he doesn't. But like, look at some of the looks she did for like she did Stinger too. Yeah, that's dope. Fucking cool though. Malachi Black, like he can you can do shit with them as a stable. Yeah. It's very dude. He's a good wrestler. He's got yeah. a cool like move set. Um, like, I don't understand why they don't do more with. He's them. dark. He should be like. You're fucking modern day Undertaker. Yeah, really. I don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get the miss <laughs> with him. Yeah, and I don't know why WWE couldn't capitalize either. Yeah, oh, we're going way off the rails here, though. We're going to mix in genres like crazy. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's reset. Yeah, we're going nuts. <laughs> we're going to take a break. We'll get into the vault. We'll mm. get into Jersey talk, and then we'll be out. All right, all right. We'll be back. What's up, guys? It's Sturge from Chop Sports, and today I'm here to finally deliver some new happenings with our friends over at Absolute Eyewear. You already know the deal. They're stocked. They have the biggest brands, including Ray-Ban, Polo, and now introducing its newest player to their star-studded lineup, Oakley. They work with all your major insurance companies, including BCBS, AARP, and so much more. If you check out Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, next to the train station, you'll receive $100 off any prescription frames and lenses. That's $100. Check them out right now by either calling 732-326-3937 or visit their website, absolute-eyewear.com. Tell them Chop Sports Sturch sent you. Guys, behind every great sports fan is a spouse or a significant other that tirelessly puts up with us day in and day out, and sometimes they're even bigger fans than we are. At Chop Sports, we're all about helping all brands expand their business, and today we want to talk to you guys about a women's clothing company out of North Carolina called Lilac and Sage Boutique. Tell them, Dita. Lilac and Sage Boutique is a veteran-owned, LEL-spouse-operated boutique based out of North Carolina. They were founded by those who serve. Their goal is to continue their service by providing affordable clothing to other hardworking women. They ship orders all over the world. They have all sorts of amazing styles, ranging from women's tops, rompers, to sundresses. I myself have already purchased way too many items, and I'm coming back for more. Guys, you have to act now, and at checkout, be sure to let them know you heard about them via Chop Sports by entering the code CHOP10 and get 10% off your purchase at checkout. Visit them online right now at www.lilacsageboutique.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Lilac Sage Boutique and join their mailing list like I did so I don't miss any of their new arrivals. You heard it from the producer herself, ladies and gentlemen. Check out lilacsageboutique.com. And we're back mm-hmm. Second half Episode oh. 35 You are tuned Into mm-hmm. the All-Star Vintage Podcast And um Yeah might as well Make an announcement now We've made We didn't really make A big announcement about it But we are Definitely 100% Switching to Video format of long, Along with the Podcast yes, format sir. Starting January Uh Chop Sports Aligned with Um Premier Sports Premier Network. Sports Network and we will be airing our show on the Premier Sports Network. Um, yeah, so you guys can look at our beautiful faces. And if, you're t- if you don't want to just listen, you can watch. It's going to be fucking awesome. It's going to be an interactive experience. You get to see our lovely faces through the black mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. No, I'm fucking pumped for this shit, man. It's been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. 
And it's almost here, man. January. Yeah. January. It goes down. We'll have more live. details for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, you're going to get a whole different experience on the screen. Same show, more segments, more, more people, guests, more um, fun, more topics. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a fun show, man. I, yeah. You know, we're going to continue to mix it up. The content really doesn't change. It's still us still mm-hmm. doing our thing. Um, you know, yeah. If anything, it's going to be more shit, right. more stuff, right? more fuckery. <laughs> but right now we're going to a classic. Open up the fucking vault doors. It's time for the vault, baby. All right. We're going a deep into my old football collection like we do every mm-hmm. week. We pick out three cards. Uh, Mark usually tries to guess who the players mm-hmm. are. And then uh, we pick the one that we like the most, and we see how much value it has, if it has most, any at all. Some of them have at least a dollar value. I think we've hit on every one at least. Yeah. You know? Everyone has at we least get a, a couple donut. bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's everything. Everything has some type of value. Okay. You ready? Yeah. All right. Pull number one. First number one, one is for the Jets fans out there okay. for sure. Mike um, F.M. White. Very excited <laughs> to see this one. Uh, we're going to a 1997. This is a mm-hmm. 1997 okay. Fleer New York Jets. Fleer uh, the queer defensive end number 99. Ooh. 99 defensive, defensive end. end New York Jets. 97. 1997. Yeah, did this player only play for the Jets his whole career. Did he play? Did he happen to play for the Eagles? <laughs> yes, he did. Okay, I think I know who it is. Okay, is it Hugh? It is, is. big Hugh. Douglas? Big Q Douglas. You okay. got it, man. That was good. Yeah. That's my guy. I kind of, you know what? Because I hated him when he was on the fucking, you know, when he played for the fucking Eagles. Right. I hated it. Right. But I course. remember he had good years with the Jets. Oh, uh, yeah. He started with the Jets. Yeah. I Because rem- I remember watching him on the Jets. I'm like, oh, he's the man. But remember when he went to the fucking the Eagles, I'm like, fuck this guy. Yeah. <laughs> but I always kind of wanted to root for him. He was one of my favorite Jet defensive ends, him and John nice. Abraham. Uh, nice. John Abraham. Yeah. Those were my guys. Respect. He was always a solid player, man. So we have his stats up for the 95 and 96 seasons. Mm-hmm. He had uh, 10 sacks in 95. Mm-hmm. Which is good. Double digits, man. Eight in 96. So, yeah, he was good, man. He, he was solid. good for the Eagles for Especially a long time. Especially in that era and time, you have double digit sacks. You're fucking. He didn't stay with the Jets that long. No. I know, yeah. He played a long time with the Eagles. Yeah, he was with the Eagles for a while. He played so. with them for a while. But I, I was very, very excited when I saw this uh, this card come through, nice. man. Brings back good memories. Hugh Douglas and uh, rocking the old school Jets, Kelly Greens. The best. With the white tops, green pants. Oh, so the best. So classic. So clean. So that's it. We got Hugh nice. Douglas from the Jets. Like 1997 I like Fleer. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Number two. This one you're not going to get unless you're a Rams fan, probably. Okay. <laughs> um, but this is a 1990 Pro Set Pro Bowl 90, card. 90. Okay. 90 Pro Bowl. Wide receiver from the, uh, I guess, LA Rams at the time, okay. right? Uh, earned Pro Bowl trips each of his last two seasons after catching Rams record 86 passes in 1988. And 70 passes in 1989 for 1,382 yards. Jesus. And eight touchdowns. How you doing? Also voted to Pro Bowl in 1984 as a punt returner. This guy was a beast. Yeah. Out of Fresno State. Hmm. Do you even want to try? Uh, That's a tough one. Let me take a swing, maybe. Mm. I'd be really impressed if you got this one, man. Hmm. 
I'm not trying to look online or anything. You fuck. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you then if you're going to cheat. Wait, 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 uh, yeah, just tell me. Is it I? It's not Isaac Bruce. Nah, nah. Henry Ellard. Henry, Henry Ellard. Yeah, I would never fucking remember. I would never if I remember. I remember the name, but I would never have guessed that. Like I said, Rams fans, you would know the name. Yeah. You know? But uh, just the casual fan, probably not. But guy was great. Henry Ellard. Yeah, I, I remember hearing. Rams. I remember seeing him on like plays online. There you go. Plays in Sports Center. And this one you're going to get. And if you don't, okay. I'm going to smack you. Okay. Because <laughs> it is it is a Cowboys okay. player. Okay. Um, we are going to 1995. This is a upper deck. Upper decker. Um, number 84. 84. I don't even want to give you the position because I'll give it away. 84. But Just give me the position because I'm probably going to need it. Yeah. What? You said center? No, 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 no. No, no, no. I was like 84. I, was like, I don't remember no 84 center. No, no, no. Tight end. Oh, Jay? Yeah. Jay Novacek? Yeah. My guy. It is. That's one of the, oh, that's not the original Cowboy. That's Bob Lilly. But when it comes to like Cowboys, you think like like actual Cowboy with the hat and the fucking, the tight fucking blue jeans on. That's Jay Novacek. Here's a little <laughs> trivia for you about Jay Novacek. What's that? What team mm-hmm. did he play for mm-hmm. before the Dallas Cowboys? Um... I feel like he played for the Giants at one point in time, but not before. No, uh, the Dolphins? No, Cardinals. The Cardinals. I knew that. So from mm-hmm. 85 to 89, mm-hmm. he played for the Cardinals. Okay. Okay, okay. Nice. But uh, yeah, it, he was a classic, dude. He was an absolute fucking stud at fucking clutch. Tight end. And like that's just like the Cowboys. Like, uh, we have a, I guess... Wouldn't say we have a, like a nice lineage of tight ends. We always seem to have a good one, you know. Mm-hmm. Jay Novacek, Dan Campbell was a damn good tight end for us, and uh, arguably one of the greatest of all time, Jason Witten. Oh, absolutely! Like to me, he's top two tight ends of all time. He's only behind Tony Gonzalez. That's probably the only person I put him behind, and not by much. Antonio Gates. I think he's better than Gates. Not by much though, but he's you know. Gates is up there for sure. I just oh, yeah. think I just think Witten's blue factor pushed him over the edge. Okay, so so which one? Um, I'm probably gonna go with the Hugh. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna look at the Hugh. Huey Douglas. It's a cool card in general. Yeah, especially because you know? I think besides Novacek, he probably you know Ellard, Ellard. He had some fucking success, obviously. But we're gonna uh, check the value check of the, value the Hugh, Hugh Douglas. Douglas. So that's a Douglas. what 1990? What was it? Seven five. Uh, this yeah. was a 97 Fleer. Okay, so yes. let's look that up. 97 Fleer. 97 Fleer, queer. Okay, it's this one right here. Oh, sold on eBay. There's two. Okay. The same card. Come on. It's sold on eBay. There's two. One is 99 cents. Okay. That's and the other one is $2.85. Hey, in the green. In the green, baby. They're the same card, but I think this one is just in better condition. That's All right. why. Hey, listen, I'll take it. There, I'm, I'm looking at. There's some cool Hugh Douglas Jets cards actually, because they're just showing a few on here. There's some few cool, of Hugh. There's a fucking few cool cards. I fucks with it. So yeah, that was this week's episode of the fucking Vault. Again, we got Henry Ellard, Hugh Douglas, and Jay Novacek. Mm-hmm. The classics. All the classics. Jersey talk. So now we move on to our nice classic segment. Speaking of classics. Classic jerseys on Jersey Talk. Jersey Talk, Jersey Talk, Jersey Talk. 
Uh, this segment was brought to us by a friend of the show's, our buddy Dan Sharkey. If I don't say this, he gets upset. So I have to like I have to give him his flowers. He might be here. <laughs> Let him be. But um, yeah. So this week we 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 ventured into the NBA. We've blown through the East Coast. Now we are on to the West Coast of uh, basketball jerseys, and we go to the Northwest Division, which contains the Nuggets, the Jazz. Uh, the Portland Trays Blazes, the Minnesota uh, Timberwolves, and the Oklahoma City Thunder slash Supersonics, whatever you want to call them. But uh, yeah, what, what do we kick off with? What are we going to go first? Purple jersey style. Oh, Utah. All right. This is just fucking easy. Um, yeah, when it comes to the Jazz, for me, it's real fucking easy. It is the purple jersey style, but it's the Jazz one that's like... 90s? Pur- no, you have to go... It's like purple... And it's that one. That one. That one. Yeah. yeah. The one with the, the mountain graphic in the background. That one. That's my fucking favorite. That's Carl Malone. Yeah. Mailman Days. Yep. Stockton. Stockton. Fucking the White Attack. <laughs> Oster Stock, Tag. Oster Tag. What was, uh, what's his face? It wasn't just Stockton. No, the other white guy. Yeah. Oh, he was um, the fucking Knicks coach for Christ's sake. <laughs> fucking driving me crazy. And it's definitely not Ostertag. It was the other one. Fucking, um... There's another little white guy. Yeah, fuck. I said he was a Knicks coach for just, like, a couple years ago. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Oh, this is terrible. Mm. When they say it, I... I know. When I see it, I'm like, God damn it. Uh, come on. I don't know why it's escaping me so bad. Oh, my, it's pissing me off, too. That's why I have to fucking look at his fucking teammates. It's going to drive me nuts. Uh, Hornacek. Jeff Hornacek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeff Hornacek. When are you fucking stupid? The sack, for fuck's sake. Uh, yeah, so this jersey was worn by the White Attack, which was Stockton, uh, Hornacek, and the tag. The tag. Big fucking goofy white fuck. Yeah, I, I'm not going to argue. Let's, but listen, I'll, I'll tell Those you. Those jerseys are the shit. Chad's jerseys nice have always been solid. Yeah, they've always had nice ones. Even when they had the uh, the purple with the yellow numbers mm-hmm. and letters, that was cool. The ones I don't really dig is like the ones that are like. These. Yeah, and like there's those. Oh, those yeah. light blue yeah. shits, I don't know. And then when they do the green and yellow makes no sense. The color scheme makes no sense. Oh, no. Those are all shit. All right, I think we're pretty uh, mm-hmm. aligned here mm-hmm. with. The classic purple jerseys yep. with the mountains. It's fucking easy. We always gravitate towards the ones with the cool graphics. Yeah. Them. You give me a good graphic, I'm a sucker. That's okay. how I am with tees and everything. I'm a, I love graphic t-shirts. Agreed. Like, I'm a sucker. Uh, now what, Denver? Yep. Denver has an obscure jersey I like, too. That's kind of old. Like that. <laughs> kind of like that one. Uh, I like that one, too. What are we looking at here? That Which blue one? one right there that says Nuggets and Dark the Blue. The Dark Blue. I do like that one. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few that Denver has a few I like. I like the Carmelo's. I like the, yep, exactly, the Carmelo ones. Nothing, you know, nothing offensive. I don't no. see anything bad here. And like, I kind of like those Matumbo ones too. Mm-hmm. Matumbo errors. Those are the there obscure ones. Those are the ones I was talking about. Those are funky, man. These are real funky. That's like a '60s, right? Um, '89, '90. Yeah, makes sense. Those are a weirdo. They had like a weirdo jersey. Yeah, with the. Uh, yeah, red, yellow, green. Like a city blue, skyline. Little like weird city skyline. Yeah, cool than the Knicks uniform. <laughs> cool than the Knicks city uniform. Your fave. So what are we going with? Go back to the main screen. I think I might have to go. I might have to go with the Carmelos. Like that. 
Like the new ones, they're not bad. Nothing really in there that does it for me, though. I kind of like that red one. It's a little weird. The city edition's not bad, actually. No, because it's like a play on that old one, that weird old one. Yeah. What's the deal with these red city Yeah, I don't know. They're not ugly, but not for me. Doesn't make sense, though. Yeah. That's, I'm I'm not going to go into the city edition stuff again, but like, <laughs> I just hate how off brand they are. They, yeah, they, they, it's every man. year. Like some, but some teams get it right. Yeah. Like the generic X. But yeah, I think I might have to go with those. Those light blue ones. These? Under it. The one with the white, all white. Like, yeah. The mellows? Yeah. The I, a, Allen Iverson mellow jerseys. Mm-hmm. The light blue, baby blue kind of basic. I like those. I think I have to go with those. And the, although I do like that. Navy blue yellow with the nuggets that we just passed, but mm-hmm. I don't hate that. Like that one, so you're right. I, yeah. don't, I don't hate that one either. Yeah, but I'm, I'm overall, I'm going with the baby. Yeah, I'm with you on simple. that one. Keep it fucking simple. They don't really have many jerseys that make me say wow, though. Portland, Portland's got a cool custom cool, jerseys. They have some cool color schemes. They they whip together some cool shit. I feel like the classic black on red and white. Like you you're can never gonna, go wrong. You can't with fuck it. it up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Scroll down. I, I, good city edition ones, too. Oh, yeah. I do like the Rip Cities. Those ones. Yeah. yeah. But they have like white Rip City ones. Those ones. I like those. These? Yeah, I like, yeah. like those. I'm not sure it's my favorite, but I like They them. have like a little retro uh, retro look to it. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going with the classics. Yeah. Those ones, right? Like those fucking, those classic Portland Blazers jerseys. They don't right change much. Yeah. You can't go wrong with that. No. I'm with that because, yeah. like, even that's like font. it's like the new and the old together. They haven't really wavered much from that design with like the slash up, the like the stripe down the side. Yeah, they yeah. haven't really changed much. So I'll go with that. Yeah, that no, those fine. are forever clean. That's good. It's good for me. And then we're gonna go to hmm. Minnesota. These ones also very easy for me. Don't you know? Yeah, I this one's a no brainer for me right here. Yeah, that black one. <laughs> that yeah, that one's classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Garnett era. Yep. The black Garnett era that just says, I think it's just the font, just what makes it cool. Mm-hmm. And like, you can't go wrong. It's it's, it's badass. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that font rules. It's simple. It's badass. It reminds me of, um, yeah, like when they tried doing that era, I wasn't big on those jerseys mm-hmm. like that. No, it's not doing it for me. Those are the shit. The blue ones are the shit, That's but cool. the black ones are the shit. This one's cool. Yeah, that one's cool as fuck. Your, uh, this is a Europe Live Tour version oh, in 0708. Yeah, they probably wore those once. So it's like a awesome. different tone of blue. And they have like a red. Red outline. It's very cool. I like it. They didn't wear it enough. They were for one that's year. That's odd. But yeah, the, the black yeah, ones. That's these, dude, yeah, that's, they're yeah. too cool. Yep. No, too agree. fucking cool. All right, cool. So we yeah, got so yeah, real easy on this one. Yeah, we're flying through. Good. And then we got, when it comes to OKC... I'm going back to the Sonics. I'm telling dude. you, I was about to say the same thing. I'm going to bring it back to the Supersonics. Absolutely. Because those jerseys are fucking classic. And you know what? The Thunder jerseys have never done it they, for me. Because they're boring. very boring and basic. Yep. There we go. Right there. I have to say the yellow Alternate. is old, my, my, probably my favorite. Yep. Agreed. Yep. The yellow, the yellow these are nice Sonic. These though. Oh, the white Sonic yeah. Seattle's. The vintage one, Sonics. Yeah. yeah, go with yellow. The yellow is probably my favorite. Agreed. And the greens are. Right. Oh, wait. those are. Oh, I forgot I about forgot those. about these. The ninety nine, ninety. Those are cool. Alternatives. Then, yeah, those are really cool. But again, I, with the good font too. Yeah, ah, still sticking with the the yellow. Oh, this is tough. Man. Yeah, that's cool though. I forgot about the. I like the green the green. Ones. Yeah, they're pretty fucking nice. I'm going. Okay, this is where we're gonna <laughs> split. Go different ways for the first time okay. today. Okay. 
I'm going, going with these old ones with the 95 to 2001 okay. green away jerseys. All right. But the red alternates are also awesome. Oh, yeah, dude. Good jerseys. Yeah, dude, they're nice. I don't know. How, you went from like such a rich jersey history with the Sonics. Uh, and a history the OKC, period. Whoa. Dude, you took a team from a rich market and put it in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Seattle needs a basketball team. I think there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Seattle needs a basketball team. That is a basketball city. Like, just bring the Sonic. Just bring the Sonics back. Yep. It's really fucking easy. Absolutely. <laughs> you don't have to do much. Just bring back the Sonics. Great. <laughs> it's not too fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So that fucking wraps hard. up Jersey Talk, and we are back from a Ooh. little break. A, I guess, unscheduled break. We took a, a game. A, a game break. Game break. Game break. Sunday, Indeed. football time. You know, I had to watch some fucking football as I gear up for the Cowboys tonight to hopefully crush the fucking Colts. It's been a while and, since we've done a uh, second half of an episode yes. after a game. And um, sometimes those things go well, and sometimes they don't. Yeah, it wasn't, you know what, though? For a loss, it wasn't like a bad, bad loss. And we're talking about the... Um, oh, the Jet game, of course. Yes. It was, listen, you played a fucking good team. A good team played a good team. That's what it was. The game wasn't a bad game. Like, overall, it sucks. You could have won that game a bunch of times, which is why it sucks. And, you know, there's aspects about that game that are just like, what makes you say what the fuck? But overall, I mean, I watched a good team play a good team today. I The Jets stood up. They were, they were in the game the whole fucking time. Yeah, you listen. And you look at the record, it's like, ah, seven and five. We got the Bills next week. Potentially, can we go and beat the Bills again? Sweep the Bills yeah. and maybe, maybe make up for getting swept by the Patriots by sweeping the Bills. I could live with that, but the likelihood oh, it's gonna be tough, man, to beat the Bills twice. We'll see. Yeah. But then going to seven and six, oh man, and then you see the season kind of the playoff hopes maybe dwindling away. I don't want that to happen, obviously. But at the end of the day, you look at this loss. I could say because Mike White beat the coin. I could say with confidence. That the Jets are a legitimate football team. Yeah, they now, are. Now, does that legit. equate to a playoff run? You know, we're going to see. Maybe, maybe not. But they are legit. They hung with the Vikings, obviously, as you said. Really good football team. And the Jets show they are a very good football team. And I, obviously, I want to talk about what everyone wants to talk about. The quarterback position with the mm. Jets. Mike White going out there. Now, you're going to look at the stats. You're going to see he threw for over 50 Times almost not 60. ideal, almost sixty times. Uh, two picks, one definitely not his fault, and mm. the last one desperation, desperation throw. Okay, okay, you know it is what it is. But I mean, there were points in this game where Mike White had to deliver, and he did, yeah. man. Especially going across the middle fourth on some down, really tough throws. Third down, those some of those third and fourth down throws he made. Uh, listen, Mike White has shown enough to me. All right, Mike today after this game. Regardless of the loss, Mike White showed enough today yeah. for me to say, I don't need to see Zach Wilson the rest more. of the season. Yeah. Because if you put Zach Wilson in today, oh, four that balls, score five picks, is going to look a lot different than when it was. Oh, yeah. It's not that five-point game. It's no. it's far from it. The Jets were, wouldn't even be in that game. Mm-hmm. Because Mike White was doing what Mike White does. He was making the easy completions, right? Um, and then when he had to make big-time throws, clutch throws, you know, more often than not, he did, man. Yeah. Making throws that Zach Wilson typically will not make. And listen, the offense, despite a lot of bad, bad play, call. play calling. There's some game, bad play calling from uh, LaFleur. All right. The offense still functioned. Now, 
Should they have come away with more touchdowns and field goals? Listen, they only had to do it one time. Just one of those field goal drives, if they converted to a touchdown instead, yeah. would have been a different story. That's discouraging. But listen, again, I don't think they would have even been in that position with Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to see I don't need to see Zach Wilson. I am very comfortable where this team is with Mike White at the quarterback position right now. No question about it, man. Yeah. This guy deserves to play out the rest of the season. Now, next season, that's another story, right? Yeah. We don't yeah. know. We don't know yet. Well, especially because you don't know how the rest of this season is going to go. There's too much in the air yet, right? A lot of ball mm-hmm. still to play. Still Let's threw see. For, he still threw for over 300 yards yeah. today. Yeah. Did he have a touchdown? I'm sure he, he did. He had the running. Yeah. Did he but have a passing touchdown? No. No. But Well, I'm surprised there was almost that one from Garrett Wilson. Oof. Talk about a guy. You want to talk about a fucking legit playmaking star? The Jets He's going to win it. the Rookie of the Week again. Yeah. Like, he is... I've said it. I've been fucking singing his praises since he came in the league, since he was drafted, walking on that stage. The kid is a fucking baller. He's a playmaker. Mm-hmm. There's no... Like... Yeah, there's your Justin Jeffersons of the world. He's not your, you know, he's not that class yet. But I do not see a reason why he can't get there. Absolutely not. He can be a guy. They, he has a, almost the same exact same build and frame as Justin Jefferson. If you look at him, maybe even a little bit bigger. So I mean, the things you see from him, like he's like one of the reasons why you know these third and fourth down, these big fucking clutch catches, they're all him. It's him making the play, you know, at the, all, and it's him making the play yards after the catch all the time. That's what you'd like to see. He's not a big guy by any stretch, but he plays like he's fucking seven feet tall. Yeah, yeah. He plays like he's A.J. Brown. You know, like, I, that kid impresses me more than anybody, I think. Yeah, no no doubt. The prize, I mean, him and Sauce. I mean, who's yeah. the prize possession of this draft for the Jets? I mean, if you have to pick one over the other. Yeah, really. Is it Sauce? Is it Garrett Wilson? Because I think without Garrett Wilson in the lineup, you don't have a nearly some of these more explosive game plays and no games way. In, that you've had. You know? No way. And he makes the tough catch. Mike White, I'll give it to him again. Today. He snuck a couple balls yep. in there today that I was like, whoa. Like that one that he made to Garrett Wilson between double coverage. His throws the across there. the Ooh. middle are really nice, man. Yeah. Now, I don't know. We don't really get a chance to see his deep ball too much, but... If it's a quick, you know, a three-step drop, bam, right mm-hmm. across the middle on a slant or something, yeah. like to Wilson or more. Like, yeah, or even those dump passes he has off to the running back. Yeah, to Knight. I mean, Knight's well, another nice surprise, that's, man. That, that, Zach Wilson literally can't make that throw. Yeah. That and, little dump throw, he literally doesn't know how to do it. And that, that was what was so frustrating about watching Zach because the offense has the potential. They have the pieces. They have the talent. And there was opportunities for, you know, game-breaking plays, plays for first downs, and Zach was blowing them. You know, easy plays. Easy, easy plays. So, you know, this is a different offense, obviously, with Mike White. It's a lot more efficient. Now, LaFleur, I I do want to get on LaFleur, and I don't know, man. I still don't know about LaFleur. There's days when I'm like, yeah, no, this guy's good. He's innovative. He's creative. Um, We haven't seen our offense kind of... Um, produce mm-hmm. in, in this type of way before in years at least and then there's other times where I'm like what the fuck yeah, is he thinking so I'm fucking you had third and fourth down to punch the ball in on the goal line Yeah, you're a yard away and what do you do on third down you put your fucking quarterback in shotgun formation <laughs> are you kidding me you have two downs you have third and fourth down to punch the ball in mm. Like, I get it. I Dude, I fucking... Two I, quarterback sneaks. Stupid. 
That's all you got to yeah. fucking do. No, I get Put it. Put it in. They did Let's it. Let's go. They did it before. You too. got too cute. You got to, yeah, that's what you it is. You got cute. two goddamn cute. Because listen, I honestly don't ever, I don't always hate running at a shotgun. I'm personally, it's just me, I don't always hate it, especially because you can run very creatively at a shotgun and it, it, it easily can work. But that's the thing. You got to run out of the shotgun. They weren't running out of the shotgun. They ran the shotgun and he throws some stupid fucking silly pass that he had no business throwing. Thank God nothing came of it, but still. Oh, let's say that, so the, the play after where Barrios gets open, he zings it in there, drops the ball, right? Mm-hmm. If if they would have ran that play on third down, I don't think you'd be nearly as mad. But they run that stupid other fucking play instead. Yep. But no, I, I see where you know, I, I know where you're coming from where you want him to run the ball. I'm like, that's that's it's clearly all the floor stupid ass right there. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It, it just it baffles me, man. I, it, I put this game on the floor 100%, man. Mm-hmm. I, you know, they, I really did. And, you know, it just sucks. It sucks to be so close and to come back. <laughs> yeah, you were right there. early on. You had, and like I said it before, when the, before the halftime, I said they're our second half team. And had, they had a great second half. Their second man. half football team. The defense cleaned their shit up. They were locked down. It's almost the like, you know what's crazy? When you guys didn't get that fourth down play at the end. We were all pissed off there. It was so funny how, like, we pretty much automatically knew you were getting the ball back. That's how good the Jets' defense oh, was. Oh, yeah. It yeah, was like, yeah. as long as they were position, throwing. Yeah, where well, they, they were on field position, you knew they really weren't going to throw. But, it, you know, still, it, no one had a fucking doubt in the mind the Jets weren't getting the ball back with, right. like, time, yeah. too. Which yeah. they did, which is... They had a minute and change. Which is kudos to the fucking defense all day. It's like, literally, this is why I said... If you can have a guy just not fuck up, you're good because it. You, know, you don't want to kick field goal, field goal, field goal, field right. goal, but get you know what? Field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal kept you in the fucking game the whole time. Yeah. And when you scored that touchdown, boom, you're right there. Right. You know, yeah. and then boom, one more touchdown. When you have winning. a defense like the, the Jets yeah. do. Yeah, that that can work. You know, it's not ideal, but you could get yeah. away with it. Ultimately, you want touchdowns, though, mm-hmm. man, and. Uh, you know, they had to do it just one more time, and they, they would have took this game. And they had the opportunity to. They were a yard away, and yeah, they blew it, man. It happens. You know, it happens. It's a tough one. It's a tough you know, one. And, and, you know, it's at this point of the year, man, you're not looking for those, you know, those personal victories or, you know, <clears throat> you, you you want the wins, yeah. man. And, oh, and um, when you're in the playoff run like this, you don't have much room for error anymore. Yeah. No, I get it. But you played a Super Bowl contending type of team today. And you hung with them. Like, you didn't... Yeah. No, like... And like I said earlier, I mean, the Jets prove they belong. Yeah. Now, how far they'll go this year, time will tell. But at the very least, they're a very competitive football team, a fringe playoff team. And like I was just saying before, I think they're a year ahead of schedule. Mm -hmm. And if they could get this quarterback situation figured out, whether it's Mike White or another veteran or there's a competition next year, you know, they there's no reason why they can't contend mm-hmm. for the AFC championship. And you're not you're not you you're not interested in another drafting guy. No. I, I, when I was watching the end of the I, the game before I said I, I have zero interest in the Jets ever drafting a quarterback yeah. again. Yeah. Again, just go it. the veteran route every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> every time. Or just get these developmental guys like Mike White, mm-hmm. and maybe they turn into something. But always have a veteran in place, man. Because, yeah. dude, I mean, look at the – if you look over time, I mean, what homegrown talent Jet QB has there been <laughs> that's really done anything besides, 
All right, you want to give Pennington? You yeah, want to say Pennington? Say Chad. Okay. With Chad. I mean, did they ultimately win a, anything with Chad? No. no. And I love Chad. Don't get I mean, me wrong. Like, I mean, you can say that about a lot of guys. A lot of guys, you could say, oh, yeah, you know. But I'm talking home, homegrown. Exactly. But I'm saying you could say that about, like, yeah, but did they win a championship? No, but they were still good. You know, look at fucking Tony, bro. Romo. He never won a title, but he was fucking great. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know, man. So, like, yeah, like, they had, they had Pennington. Pennington. Sanchez. You know, I, I give Sanchez credit, man. You bring a team to an AFC title game two years in a row, you were doing something right. Ken O'Brien was homegrown, yeah. who, which was, you know, wasn't Marino. Wasn't yeah. Marino. Should have been Marino. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, another guy that was, you know, capable, decent. Yeah, but Zach Wilson, sadly, is going to go down is not even as good as any of those guys. Now, here's a fucking sick question. Because he's not going to play for the Jets. Who would you again? rather have as your starting quarterback today, Zach Wilson or Sam Darnold? Ah, uh, Sam Donald. Easy, actually. That Sam's easy, weathered. Huh? Sam's weathered, dude. He's been through humbled. it. He's humbled. He, he, he came back. He, he played pretty well in one of these Carolina games that he came back on. I think, yeah, yeah, one of the ones they won. Last week. Yeah. And, like, he, he played fine. He looked, like, all right. Yeah. So, like, you can get a week out of him like that. I don't know if I can get a week out of Zach Wilson like that. I don't know. Like, even if it's one week, I can get that out of Donald. Like, here and there, it's still probably better than the zero I'll get out of Zach Dude, Wilson. Dude, it's crazy. I've never seen such a downfall so fast. Yeah. And, like, you know what's crazy is they had to have been thinking it for a little right. while to act on it so yes. quickly. Yes. There's conversations, you know, behind doors, mm-hmm. GM, head coach stuff, with, you know, literally talking about them not being comfortable where Zach Wilson is right now, mm-hmm. like, at that time. Yeah. At whatever point, they had a conversation saying he should be ahead of where he's at right yeah, now. Exactly. And he's not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I think, you know, the, there was some previous preparation for something like this to happen, just mm-hmm. in case it does, because the signs were probably there in practice, and <laughs> you, know, you see it on the field. And, yeah. No, I was just thinking about that Donald. I was talking about that fucking dumb hat. It fucking... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you want to get into I know, <laughs> no, I know you're sad. I know you're dying to get into the hats. I was just literally thinking about it and I saw somebody I saw the dude dancing in the other day. I was just sort of turd Ferguson bullshit. So what do you think about these fucking <laughs> the new fashion oh, statement? Um I guess I don't know if in the, in the NFL. Oh, no. Why, but. First of all, the fucking um commanders and the giants played to a nice tie today. Uh-huh. So that always cracks me up for my NFC East uh, you know, friends line. Uh no, but that it started with with uh, Washington, this whole big hat thing. Like you, we all know, people like athletes and uh, musicians and stuff. They set trends, you know, trendsetters with their fashion and all this shit like that. Like this, uh, this new fashion statement, I guess you can call it. I think it was called like something noggin something. Let's see. So essentially, what they are, right? They are fitted hats. Like, mm-hmm. regular, like, new era style fitted hats that you wear. Mm-hmm. But, like, huge. Like, 5XL, yeah, like 10XL, 15XL hats. Absurd. And it looks like a giant mushroom. It looks like a head. fucking clown hat. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It looks like beat. Look at it. It looks like beat. Like, come on. Like, no, no. So, somebody on the command, I think it was Brian Robinson. Yeah. His buddy has, like, stock in this company or something like that. And they've, <laughs> sold, they've sold a ton of these hats, dude. Like. Millions. Who's rocking them, though? That's what I'm saying. Like, I am not you going go- out. I'm telling you right now, if I ever drove through the hood and I saw someone rocking a big <laughs> hat like that, I would fucking piss my pants. Like, 
No one in the hood would ever think you're hard. Look at Josh Allen's. Josh Allen had one too? What? <laughs> looks like a baby. That might it looks be like baby Mario. That might be photoshopped, actually. No, no, I think yeah, that could be photoshopped. I could be Yeah, stupid. I don't think he had one. But this shit don't make sense. No. Fashion doesn't make that? sense. It's called Noggin Boss. That's Noggin right. Noggin Boss. Okay. Noggin okay. Boss. How much are these hats? I'm about to look it up right now. They got to be ridiculously priced. Uh, oh, I bet you guaranteed. Like 75. 80 bucks, yeah, something like that. Noggin Boss. Noggin Boss hats? Was it nogginboss.com? Oh, uh, yeah. And they were on Shark Tank, apparently. Oh, God. Hey, sharks. What, Check out my it? fucking Turd Ferguson hat. Look how big it is. What? How it works. Choose your noggin. I'm on the site now. All right. Am I a shark? I'm not a shark. We were on Shark Tank. Oh, good for you. <laughs> we were on Shark Tank. Um, Good for you. Good for you. Uh, How it works. Choose your color. Insert size. How do you, So how do you tell a size on a big ass hat? Mm-hmm. Is it normal head size? And you can customize right here. Go full noggin. Get your noggin on. Choose your noggin. $75. I was right. All right. Hey, you were right on. Right on the money. But I don't know if that's $75 without the team. Because these are just like blank, blank hats. hats. Yeah. So then you have to like customize them yeah. or whatever. But it's so do these guys have like a, a license with. They have to. With like New Era or. Black Noggies. Is it like their own brand? <clears throat> it looks like it's their own brand. But the the one I saw them wearing with the commander shit on it was branded with commanders and NFL shit. Mm. And like if you just you post that somewhere, you could put that on the fucking poster that picture of him in that big ass hat in his locker yeah. people know what we're talking about like yeah I understand people think of some weird shit look at, look at fucking Luda's wearing one in this one look at this Luda like are people really wearing these out like I don't understand it who's I've never two, seen one out who's in the two chicks under that dude um I wish I knew Two Jim Beam models, or just two, just two random. Give me two random sluts to wear these stupid fat hats, please. I'm gonna call them fat hats. I think fat hats is actually a better name. Yeah, fat hats is better than noggin boss. Noggin boss, handcrafted fucking dumb. Here, handcrafted because quality matters. Quality matters on my six XL clown hat. (laughs) Come on, quality. Only the highest quality materials are used on your fucking giant noggin hat. What is this? There's no way. I'm telling you, there's no way people are wearing this seriously. Like, what's what's the appeal? I don't know. You just look like a bigger jackass than everyone else. Like, you think you're a bigger fan if you go to like, like, look because at this. you're gonna draw a crowd because you have this ridiculous. Look at this hat poor on. fucking six fucking seven year old girl they put in this stupid. It's fucking a whole. Hat. It's just a whole. Look, look at me. Oh, look at her big hat oh, yeah. with the fucking Phoenix Suns fucking. He's like, <laughs> I don't know. This was a huge hit. At, my boss loved it. Uh, and even upper management thinks it's great. I got to suck all their dicks in the fucking parking lot on the way out of the fucking company picnic this year. I'm getting a raise. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Stupid fucking noggin, boss. This might be the dumbest fucking product I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> You're right over there. <laughs> Can't handle it. <laughs> Can't hit. <laughs> uh, uh. Well, it's true. This guy's over here bragging about his big head. Oh, my boss. Everyone loves it. Oh. I was a hit at the party. 
I was ahead at the company picnic this year. Yeah, we'll Literally. see how long Nugget Boss hangs around. <laughs> yeah. um, but speaking of failed companies, <laughs> uh, a bang, um, a oh, former yeah. uh, energy drink of choice yeah. uh, for All Star Vintage. Yeah, it was on, was one of my go tos for sure. Has a uh, looks it like they're kicking the bucket. back to the energy drink world. I was out. You were out for a minute. I was out. And they, they dragged me in. So what was the deal with Bang now? I don't think so. They I had. Think, well, I thought it was probably something ridiculous, but I think he just like. Apparently, didn't have the money anymore to do but it. But apparently they, what, they have a deal with Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Pepsi, and apparently Pepsi fi- found out that they lied about their ingredients, or they didn't share mm. their full ingredients list. So they claimed that there was creatine, I mm. think, in there, and there wasn't or something oh. like that. Whatever the case the was. And then they, the there. and then I guess Pepsi sued Bang, and it was a whole thing and then they ran out of money and so i don't know what if they're gonna exist still or what but doesn't look good for uh for the bang energy drink uh yeah he said what the fuck he said he said it was uh no good for bang energy drinks anymore he said the ingredients wasn't the true and then pepsi distributed found out and they backed out so yeah and he said he basically couldn't afford it once pepsi right. backed out that's it yeah so yeah he just i thought because he's insane looking that it was just something dark i'm like he probably did something dark and like he's just not going to be allowed around in public, so that's why they're going to mm-hmm. have to fucking sell it. But and then remember when he told me that I was like, it's pretty like much like a like a real lackluster reason to fucking go bankrupt. <laughs> like I at least want a story. boring story. Yeah, like I want a story. Behind nah, he just lied about the ingredients. Yeah, whatever. I just fi- dude, I just figured there's going to yeah. be like I'm some like, type of yeah, there's some type of fucking poison or steroid in there, cocaine or whatever. Something. I'm cool with it. That's so why I'm gonna. I do C four. Hey, listen. It tells you right on there. There's something in there. That makes your body literally tingle. They used to get put coke in like uh like rope. The rich dude, and they shit used to back put, in the day. Yeah, dude, they fucking in oh, medicine. Yeah, like in the twenties and shit. Oh yeah, they used to like give out like straight up opium. Like, yeah, there you go. Like, this will make you feel better. <laughs> of course, it will. <laughs> Thank you. It's like in a tombstone. His wife's all hocked up on opium. He's like, this is this is a second bottle. He's like, yeah, I know. You know, I never saw. Tombstone. Oh, that's the shit. You're Never seen out. it. You're missing out. But I miss out on a lot of movies. Yeah, you you might probably actually hate it. <laughs> Even though I love it, you'd probably, yeah. you'd probably think it's boring. Yeah, but it's awesome. I am not a uh, Western movie <laughs> yeah. fan. But there's just so many good lines, so you might keep you a little interested. Yeah. Right, but we, uh, yeah, we got, got through some stuff this week. We did. Um, I do have a <laughs> moment of the week. Okay. It's a little older. It's a little... From more of like if we were going to do an episode last week that we skipped out on yes. for you guys. <laughs> so it's still funny to me. So, uh, and especially it would have been funnier if the Jets would have beat Minnesota this week too. Because then I could have mm. trashed Minnesota twice. Because like you just lost to the damn Jets. But they didn't. And then they're taking another L. And um, I guess their, their PR department... <laughs> The, they were they were, they were doing uh, like prom- not promotions but you know on the big uh, the big screen and the in the in the fucking the park for everybody to see like how they do happy birthday and they do all this stuff well they were doing salute to the troops and they were posting different uh, pictures of different veterans and their families and oh thanks for your service and this and one particular uh, troop <laughs> that posted up there I, I remember looking at it for a second I thought to myself I'm like. I have seen him before. You know, I've seen him be a trooper before. I've also seen him be a mailman before, and I've seen him be a plumber before. 
I've seen him be a contractor before. Renaissance man. I've seen him be a limo driver before. And I'm trying to think. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's Johnny Sin. Johnny Sins was all those things because Johnny Sins is a porn star. So somebody managed to get his picture up when he's in army fatigues from one of the movies oh where he's god. fucking some bitches. Oh my god. And they had it posted up on there with thing. Oh, I'd like to shout out my brother. He's serving in the army right now. So do you think it was like someone on the team that was like, No, it was some good in. man in the crowd. Some great oh, really? man. Oh yeah, some great man in the crowd that posted that for sure. Did he hack like, it? Like hack the screen? No, or no, something? no, no. Like he like they were so like you're they're at the stadium and the stadium's like, hey, Send us like pictures of the <clears throat> veterans, hashtag Vikings, blah, 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 and we'll put them up on the big screen. Got it. You know, it was okay. like that. So that's what they did. And it was just one of the ones that were up on the big screen. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it even better. Yeah. So Johnny Sins slides through. Like, I'm sure. I don't know who Johnny Sins is. He's, he's, just a, he's a porn star. He's all right. He's nothing. He's not. He's no Evan Stone. You know what I'm saying? Or Lex Steel. Yeah, or Lex Steel or some fucking... The goats. Yeah, Peter North, these fucking absolute legends. Peter North. <laughs> he's just... You know what I'm saying? He's just your average... He's just got a good name. Johnny Sins. Like, he's got a good fucking Johnny Stains. name. Johnny Stains, dude. God bless this soldier. That's what they said in the thing. And it was during the Cowboy game, too, when the Vikings were getting beat down 40 nothing. <laughs> Uh, this is my cousin Joe. <laughs> That's the picture. <laughs> That's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> cousin Joe Blow. That's his name. Stirve in the army. He has always been an inspiration. Really someone to look up to in heroism. Uh, he is also a huge <laughs> Vikings fan. <laughs> well, that's just another one getting over on the NFL. And that's this week's uh-huh, uh-huh, moment of the week. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty uh, pretty tired. You ready to roll? To I'm ready to roll. Okay. I'm ready to get ready for a Cowboy win tonight, most likely, hopefully. It's the Colts, man. If we can't beat them, there's a problem there. Saturday-led Colts. It is a fucking trap game at its finest. If we lose this, it'll be all right. embarrassing. It'll be all right. I don't see any reason for you to lose this no, game. No reason. Damn but uh, everybody out there... Take care. Brush your hair. Well, we're going to do nine out <laughs> of five models. Take please. care. Brush yeah, your yeah. hair. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. This has been the All-Star Vintage Podcast with your hosts, Mark Jameson and Dom Morrow. We'll be back with another episode whenever we feel like it. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster.